0: Welcome to the Ermi Podcast. This is Joel Applebaum, the Chief Content Officer at Ermi. In this episode, we bring you a Snap Talk from our 2022 Emmett J. Vaughn Agricon, titled "Covid Loss and Claims Handling" by Chantel Roberts, President of CMR Consulting. For over 40 years, Ermi has been an industry leader in educating and informing insurance risk management professionals. We are offering a free demo of our must-have resource for agribusiness, risk management, and insurance professionals. And this resource provides an unbiased analysis of agribusiness coverage options, exposures, and best practices for agricultural insurance programs. Go to ermi.com and sign up for your free demo today. Now, in this Snap Talk, Chantel discusses the nuances of adjusting COVID claims. Chantel explains how there are still quite a bit of outstanding COVID cases in the courts. And after this snap talk, you will better understand how adjusting COVID claims are no longer as routine as they were initially into the pandemic. So settle in for this great discussion from our expert, Chantel Roberts.
1: Hi. My name is Chantelle Roberts, and I'm the president and owner of CMR Consulting, a claims handling expert witness. I'm a trainer, an author, and a speaker. In fact, I'm happy to be presenting this snap talk for the 2022 ERMI AgriCon. So, this talk is about adjusting COVID claims, and you may be thinking, why are we talking about adjusting COVID claims? There are gallons of ink that has been spilled in regards to insurance coverage for claims as a result of COVID-19, but there are still about 1,300 cases in the court system. 400 or so have been decided in the insurer's favor, usually with a dismissal, and only 30 courts have held in favor of policyholders. But those decisions generally only allow the case to move forward in the courts as opposed to finding some coverage applicable. So that leaves quite a bit of cases that are still outstanding. So what happens with the adjusting of a COVID claim. Now, the Departments of Insurance Regulations for Good Faith Claims Handling dictate how adjusters must investigate a loss. Initially, there were some insurers who are automatically denying business interruption claims based on their belief that there was no, quote, physical damage, end quote. The prevailing belief in most insurer-oriented circles was that the coverage for the COVID-19 claims would be denied. In fact, there are some adjusters who would immediately upon reviewing the policies virus contamination or pandemic exclusions would issue a denial of coverage. These adjusters would be in violation of their state's unfair claims settlement practices acts which mandates a reasonable investigation. So Adjusting COVID-19 claims appears to be pretty routine. Adjusters would review the policy, determine coverage, and then resolve the claim just like they do any other kind of claim. The Model National Association of Insurance Commissioners Unfair Claims Settlement Practices Act has the regulations which most states have adopted concerning the refusal of paying claims without conducting a reasonable investigation and failing to provide a reasonable and accurate explanation for denying those claims. Insurers must continue to investigate their insured's losses. This virus is microscopic and can't be seen by the adjuster, unlike, for example, a windstorm or a fire, for example. So photographs of the building is kind of a mute point. So how do we go ahead and investigate this loss? Well, you could hire a hygienist, who could determine if the premises had been affected by the virus. But again, the CDC notes that the virus may not spread as easily as once we once thought, uh, simply by touching surfaces, and it may not live as long on surfaces as we once thought. So even if we got a hygienist at the insurance location, by the time the hygienist arrived, the uh, virus could either be dead or the place was never infected in the first place. So again, what do we do? Well, we need to provide the insured who sustained a loss with as much information as possible. We want to inform the insureds of the available coverages. We do need to go ahead and begin our reasonable investigation immediately. One of these things is to ask our insureds if they were closed due to COVID-19 On the staff as in like the staff members were sick and that's the reason why they closed or if it was due to the government telling the business that they needed to shut down much like we had the uh, whole industry or the whole united states shut down for a little while have several managers in the insurer review the file Make sure you do some round tabling so you get plenty of eyes on that. Uh, Timely send any kind of reservation of rights letters that you have, and be sure to properly document the file with a coverage determination and its reasonings. So definitions are the crux of the issue regarding coverage, yet the Departments of Insurance don't permit insurers and adjusters to delay just because they have a confusion on some of the definitions. Now, fortunately for us, since it's been about a year and a half, two years, courts have begun, as I mentioned, to interpret coverage. However, again, the insurers cannot delay their investigations, either now or then. Policies usually require a direct, quote, physical loss, end of quote, or, quote, physical damage to trigger some kind of business interruption and extra expense coverage accordingly there must be some kind of physicality to the loss or damage of property some kind of physical alteration of physical contamination or physical destruction what's been suggested is able to use as an example is a log so you cut down the tree you have a log of course that tree is damaged but then once you burn that little log that's definitely a physical alteration or a physical contamination or a physical destruction of that log so that's specifically what the courts are beginning to see is physical loss and physical damage there was recently a article that came out and said quote the second circuit has now joined the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, and eleventh circuits in holding that no insurance coverage exists for business interruption, losses caused by the COVID-19 pandemic, and the associated associated government orders, period, end of quote. But I've been talking about a reasonable investigation and what is that? Well reasonable is a method that courts use that would be what an average person did or did not do. So if this is something that an average person would do or would not do, then that is what's considered to be reasonable. And the question then circles back to what would be a reasonable investigation of an alleged microscopic damage, and how can insurers fulfill its obligation to both the insureds and the departments of insurance? Well, When you ask a coverage or defense attorney, they would say, well, it depends on what a reasonable investigation is. But if the insured has coverage under a special form cause of loss, then an investigation should take place to ensure that there's no other cause of loss that could be the reason for the claim. For example, maybe they have a big hole in their roof, and that's the reason why they got shut down in addition to the COVID-19 issues. However, adjusters should not allow the insureds to believe that they have coverage for the loss, even if they do go ahead and send out an appraiser just to make sure that there's no other causes of loss. They should not remain silent in regards to coverage. Adjusters shouldn't assume that all claims are going to be denied. They shouldn't hide coverage questions from the insureds, and they shouldn't conceal the investigative findings from the insureds. Adjusters should, again... Go ahead and issue that reservation of rights letter. If there's a question regarding coverage, if there is some kind of exclusion for a virus or pandemic, they should issue that reservation of rights letter. And a proper reservation of rights letters includes why the insurer believes the insurance policy may not cover the claim, detail the facts of the claim, and then be sure to include that relevant policy language. So after the inspection of the premises, if no other causes of loss are found, which would trip any kind of coverage and the reservation of rights letter has been issued, the adjuster could then be in a position to issue a declination of coverage letter. In this particular instance, you would want to go ahead and do that, have your managers, again, take a look at it, call your insured and the agent, letting them know that there's going to be a letter of declination coming so you can get all of this out in front and there's no upset or hurt feelings. No one's surprised by this.
0: Thank you for listening and be sure to follow ERMI podcast in your podcast app to get new episodes on agricultural risk topics. In addition, we have many free educational resources for agribusiness insurance and risk professionals like you. You can learn more at ERMI.com about our free newsletters, and free demo of our agribusiness resource.